Jason, is this real life? Is wait, whoa, that's a really heavy question. Oh, okay, because it's our 100th episode. It's our unless I'm dreaming. Okay, it's our 100th episode. I thought you were getting like like is life all an illusion? Kind of <laughs> uh, no. Like, Jeez, <laughs> this is heavy. <laughs> Anyone who's listened to the show for a while knows I'm not a pantheist. There you go. Uh, I can hardly believe that we've made it to this point. Uh, I, I, Everyone said we couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did we show? 100 episodes. Doug, this we isn't my it. 100th episode, but it is your 100th episode. So I haven't missed any? You have not missed an episode. That's true. Give you props to that. <laughs> Douglas J. Jones. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It sounds like my mother is speaking to me all of a sudden. Oh, okay. I was trying Douglas? to give you extra props. Oh, man. 100 episodes. Doug, what was your favorite episode? You know, I really had a good time having Kay Warren on the show. Oof. That was kind of a big, that was kind of a big moment. That was a good one. That, that was a great moment. And you know, after all these episodes, I don't even feel tired. I still feel good. You still feel, yeah, rocking like and rolling? I got at least six more in me. Whoa. <laughs> six. <laughs> Dream big. <laughs> Maybe more. You know, day at a time. Guys, every Tuesday for 100 Tuesdays and... Uh, we did... We did... Well, okay. We one had one Wednesday. One time. Okay. Sorry about that. And then... Uh, but we could... I think we got at least another 100 Tuesdays in us. I think we do too. I think we do too. You know, that means also that we're awfully close to our two-year anniversary. Yeah. It's right around the corner. Just yeah. a few weeks away. Kind of hard to measure that. I guess we have to go by like the date that we first released and kind of get close. Which to I that, think was or, in May. Or do you so go by like there. 52 weeks in the year? Do we go yeah, 104? 104. <clears throat> uh, oh, we also just came off of Easter weekend. <laughs> so if we're tired from anything, is from that. Easter but weekend man, was whoo. Yeah, another amazing Easter at Saddleback as always. But you know what I think the best beautiful weather too. Beautiful weather. The best way to celebrate our 100th episode is by doing the intro. That's great. That's a good idea. <laughs> <clears throat> well, for any of you who are new, this is a Saddleback Church podcast, and it's designed to help you deepen your friendship with God, but we like to call it... The show that helps you grow a hundred times over. A hundredfold, a hundred- if you will. There you go. <clears throat> well, we decided... As we announced rather sneakily about a week and a half, two weeks ago, we put out a little bonus. Yes. We're not calling it an episode. It wasn't really an episode. We don't count that. It's just a little announcement. It's just a little, hey, let us just jump onto your devices again for just one quick second and ask you to send in some stories and tell us what God is doing in your life. And um, so it's kind of like a listener's own the episode kind of day today. We've got three stories that we're going to share today that, that we really uh, appreciate. And we're going to dive into those in just a minute. We thought, you know what, it's our 100th episode. Let's break format. Let's do something a little bit different. And let's make it more about you guys and less about us. You've heard from us monotonously. For the last 100 hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it wasn't monotonously. <laughs> hopefully you didn't find it monotonous. But This episode brought to you by Ben Stein and his monotonous drone. Yeah. Bueller. <laughs> Remember his game show? I loved when Ben, ben Stein's, Stein's money. money. Yeah. That, that was, was a good great. show. That was fun. Uh, let's, let's start up by thanking Jana. Jana. Jana is the one who really inspired this episode. She sent us an email. I, I mentioned this briefly. I didn't get into it too much when we made that little announcement uh, piece, but she is really the inspiration for this entire uh, way of doing our 100th episode. We thought, oh, what should we do? Um, 
get a guest, do this, do that. And then we thought, no, Jana's email made us realize we should be featuring listeners today since you guys are the ones who've been sticking with us all this time. Now, <clears throat> well, some of you have anyway. Some of you are brand new to you. We say, <laughs> <Welcome. "Hello." laughs> we, we We're just going to treat you like you've been here all along. Um, so anyway, I want to read this email from Jana. Uh, I don't have to say much more because she's going to break it down. As we read through these stories and these emails from listeners today, uh, we're going to stop intermittently and just comment as we go. Because, you know, Jason and I can't read anything for long without jumping in and giving our two cents. That's right. It is what it is, people. <clears throat> uh, let me read this email from Jana. I really, really, really was, was really moved by this, and maybe you will be too. It goes like this. Dear Saddleback Church, uh, I'm just going to pretend that just says, Dear Doug. Ah. And Jason. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello, my name's Jana. I'm in eighth grade currently. Let's hold up there. Eighth grade. I know. Currently. I know. I was so thrilled by that. That's I'm like, awesome. the youths like us. <laughs> <laughs> if only they knew how uncool we really were. I know. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, she's in eighth grade. <clears throat> she says, I stumbled upon your podcast quite recently. I also appreciate her uh just, just her writing style is very mature. If only it had a, it was quite fortuitous. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Next time, Jenna. Uh, she says, well, they just sort of appeared in my subscriptions on YouTube. I don't know how, but I was subscribed to you. Just God at work, I suppose. To which I would say, yeah, yeah. I think so. There you go. And we're praying that God will m- just like drop us into other people's feeds as well. <laughs> just as needed. Whoop, just bloom. Yeah. Yes. Divine subscription. Uh, that sounds like a theological term. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, she says, anyway, I love your series, Doable Discipleship. I wouldn't say that I'm far from God, but I'm not as close as I would like to be. I think a lot of us can identify with that feeling. Uh, listening to Doable Discipleship has made me feel his presence, and I end up listening to one a day. <clears throat> so that's really great. I mean, that's you're going to plow through them pretty quick if you that's keep that up. That's about three and a half months. Yeah. There you go. Uh, she says, not only is it very relaxing to listen to, yes, the delightful cadence of our voice. It's all that smooth jazz we play. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, she says, but you give absolutely great advice. Your episode, The Simple Life, which is episode 78, is wonderful because I truly struggle with not putting too much on my plate because I have anxiety and I tend to freak out very easily. I wanted to touch on this for for uh, just a second. Um, this is, so as you know, Doug, and I think I've mentioned it on here before, um, I've been doing a lot of uh, content work with the Purpose Driven Life book that Pastor Rick wrote. It's a good uh, one. Yeah, you know. It's a good one. Literary class. Um, yes. So, and, and one of the things that um, I rediscovered out of it was that, um, is this idea that if you live a life that is focused on what God made you for, which is living out these five purposes and giving glory to God, then you will have a more streamlined life, less overcrowded with stuff on your plate. Mm. In other words, it creates a filter of is is what I am putting on my schedule or on my plate, is it um, helping me to live out the purposes? Is it uh, bringing glory to God? And if the mm. answer is no, then it may be something that you may want to consider uh, dropping it. Hmm. Um, so just that idea and, 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 and what Jana had mentioned here just made me think, hey, this, uh, I, we, I was just reading about that yeah. recently. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Jana, I'm so glad you're thinking about this already, too, because as you get older, life gets more complex. It gets tougher to maintain balance in life. So it's really good that you're asking these questions now and that you're thinking about this now, that you're actually trying to manage your life 
and your schedule now so that you can build some good habits that will help you um, reduce your anxiety going forward. Um, she says, I feel guilty for having this fear and worry in me all the time, but I'm learning to break free with your help. Really glad to hear that. Um, I wanted to email you with thanks and tell you to keep up the good work. I've also come with a request. You see, I have several friends lost right now. Two people have been, uh, two people I've been working on and praying for consistently are my friends, and I'm going to abbreviate their names uh, instead of giving their full names because if they ever somehow were to listen to the show, I wouldn't want them to feel embarrassed that we were talking about them without their permission. But we'll just call them J and M. So she says, two friends I've been praying for consistently, my friends J and M. They don't believe in God at all, but I believe there's hope for them. You're right. Mm -hmm. Yep, there is hope for them. I've been working with them for months, but they still don't want to come to church with me. I feel God pushing me to help them, but I don't really know where to go from this point. My school is teaching about the Big Bang Theory, and they seem to believe it, and I'm getting worried for my friends. I really appreciate just the heart behind this, that you you feel a sense of of um, you feel a sense of burden about them. Like you care about them so much that you want to make sure that they get to know the God that you love, the God that you walk with. I really wanted to make a joke about how the Big Bang Theory is is ending after ten seasons this year. <sighs> Thanks for not making that joke, but instead making the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Sneaky snake. <laughs> Well, and like Rick always says about the Big Bang, you know, we really don't have to get too worked up about the Big Bang Theory because like Rick always says, wherever there's a Big Bang, there's a Big Banger. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I would recommend anyone listening to go back and listening to our uh, It Started But How episode. I would, I'd, I believe that is episode 25. That's insane that you would remember that number. I'm 90% sure. Well, we've referenced we do the reference World Back Series <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Episode 24 started the series. I think uh, it started, but how is episode hmm. 25? So go back and check that one out. Um, and that's all about how the world came to be and what the Bible teaches on that. Um, she goes on. I was just wondering if you could pray for them. I personally believe that the more prayer, the better. I need help understanding how to guide them, so I would also like to ask for prayers regarding a direction for me to take. Um, and of course, we too believe that the more prayer, the better. Where two or more are gathered, God is there with them. Um, so we'll pray for them in just a second. She says, thank you uh, for everything. Truly, have a blessed day. Um, Jana, we're just blown away. We're extremely proud mm -hmm. of the of the maturity that you show at your young age. As I was reading your email, I was like, what was I doing when I was in the eighth grade? I think I was like, I think I was trading pogs <laughs> and like playing oh, well, video games. Pogs was elementary school for me, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that's so It's kind of late elementary right. school for me too. I mean, I was just, I was not thinking about I was eating warheads. eternal realities yeah. <laughs> the way Jana is now. So. <laughs> Just yeah. amazing. Uh, phenomenal. I do want to uh, encourage a, a a resource for you, Jana, because um, you're talking about, um, I, I believe that the more prayer, the better. And we said, yes, 100%. We agree completely. Um, there was a message that Pastor Buddy Owens gave a couple of years ago at a seminar that we did um, here called The Purpose and Power of Prayer. And you Ooh, can actually yeah. go and find that on the Saddleback Church YouTube page um, or just go to YouTube and search The Purpose and Power of Prayer and it's the first one that comes up. Mm -hmm. um, but in it, he talks about this idea that we are responsible for different groups of people in our lives to be praying for them. And, and it goes into great detail and ju it's just a phenomenal um, mm. message that I think ties in perfectly to what you were just talking about. Yeah, and uh, Jana, you asked for some, um, just some thoughts on where to go from here with these friends. You've tried inviting them to church, and 
you haven't really got them to say yes to the invitation. So what do you do now? Um, I, I, my advice to you would be to just focus on being a good friend. Just focus on being kind to them. Just, I I would boil it all down to what we read in Galatians chapter five, verses 20 through 22 through 23, which is all about the fruit of the spirit. You've heard us talk about the fruit of the spirit off and on on the show. We've referenced it many times. We're planning to do a whole series on the fruit of the spirit sometime soon, but, um, Go to Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 through 23, and read about these fruit, or this fruit of the Holy Spirit. It is the, it is the stuff that grows on the branches of our life when we are filled with the Holy Spirit. And there are things like love, and joy, and peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. If you, if you can be that kind of person around your friends, you're going to be a very different kind of person on your school campus, among your among your group of friends, even among family members who may or may not know Jesus. So if you can live that kind of life and show them what it means to be a follower of Jesus, not just telling them with your with your words, but actually showing them with your heart and with your attitude and the way that you conduct yourself, uh, you'll actually be you'll actually become a signpost that points to Jesus rather than just a, a, a mouth that that invites them to church or tells them about Jesus, you'll actually be a life that shows them what it means to, to, to follow him, which can encourage questions in the future. You know, when things get tough and you are able to rely on Jesus, they'll be able to see that. And you'll, you'll become the kind of friend to them um, that they will look to and that they will be drawn to. Exactly, yeah. Just be, be um, present and be aware of the the Holy Spirit guiding you in these relationships in what to say in, in when to have conversations in when to not have conversation and just mm-hmm. and I think when we you know a- approach these relationships with as as Doug said just being a friend being of Christ-like character in your friendships then the spirit can open doors and open your eyes to see things in, in perhaps and see openings in ways that you wouldn't otherwise yeah well you're doing a great job Jenna and I'm sure you're already well on your way to um, showing them exactly who Jesus looks like. Uh, you asked us to pray for them so we're going to take just a quick quick second here to pray for them and then we're going to go on and read a couple other uh, emails. Heavenly Father, thanks so much that um, you're doing something really profound and really real in Jana's heart, even at a young age. Uh, I thank you that you have um, really um, drawn her into a close relationship with you and a growing relationship with you, that she she's learning what it means to be friends with you. And I pray that as she keeps learning how to be your friend, that she would, in that same process, learn to be an amazing friend to those around her. Um, that she would become an embodiment of Jesus Christ in the lives of her friends. So that when they see her, they see something that's just a little bit different from everybody else. Someone who's filled with just some some attributes, some qualities um, that just stick out, that just don't quite seem like everybody else. And I pray that as she continues to do that, you would open up opportunities for conversation. You'd give her wisdom and the right words to say, like Jason said, at the right time. Um, and that when the time does come and after you're done cultivating the soil of their heart, that you would um, draw them toward yourself and toward relationship, that they would become inquisitive about about Jana's faith and maybe begin asking some questions of their own, and that through that dialogue, um, they might be able to find healing and get to know you for who you really are. So we pray for Jay, we pray for M, 
Those are the initials, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I remember the names. I'm trying to make sure I redact them. Uh, we just pray that you would guide them along their personal spiritual journey and let Jana be a helper in that process along the way. We love you. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, Jana, what we ask of you is to send us some updates and, oh, yeah. quite a, and a praise report. Yeah, we don't like yeah. to, for our prayers to get stale because we're still praying for the same thing somebody asked us about a long time ago, and we should have updated <laughs> it, and the circumstances have totally changed, and our prayers are just totally out of whack. God's like, eh, that's cute, you're still praying for that, but actually we're way down, we're way further down the field now. <laughs> okay, Jana, thanks so much for writing in. Look forward to hearing from you again soon. Yes. Um, all right, our next email is from Lenny. Uh, We got this email from Lenny, and again, I'm going to read it here, and then we'll just talk a little bit about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, He says, Hi. Recently, I have been watching the sermon Learn How to Resolve Conflict and Restore Relationships several times. Uh, I, I can relate many of the steps to success in dealing with difficult situations, people, and other steps that I could learn before so that I could avoid failure. I agree that conflict resolution is a life skill. We agree on that. Mm-hmm. And Pastor Rick also touched on the theme, speaking the truth in love. I'm still learning this. Thank you from Lenny. Well, thank you for writing in, Lenny. Good stuff, Lenny. Yeah. Doug, did you want to start us off with uh, talking about? Yeah, the, the the big thing that jumped out to me when I read this email, um, Lenny, was your emphasis on this idea that conflict resolution is a life skill. Um, because it truly... Um, it's it's one of the most important skills we can ever learn because everything that we do involves relationships. You've got relationships where you work. You've got relationships where you go to school. You've got relationships, obviously, in your family uh, and all over the place. And so learning to deal through conflict, which is inevitable in relationship, is extremely important. And that's something that Pastor Rick has taught on quite a bit. It also reminds me that we have a series called uh, where we go through Pastor Tom's book, The Relationship Principles of Jesus, which we will link to in the show notes as well. Um, so you can go back and check those out for anybody who's maybe newer to the show and hasn't heard that yet. But yeah, I love this emphasis on conflict resolution. I would add to, uh, you mentioned Lenny uh, and uh, Pastor Rick touching the theme of, of speaking the truth in love. In that, mm. that idea, speaking the truth in love, is uh, perhaps one of the hardest <laughs> things to... Uh, become skilled at <laughs> oh yeah because it's such a sensitive issue is this idea of of going and essentially what you're doing is confronting somebody but in love mm-hmm. and that's just and that's so uh, scary and nerve-wracking and it's hard to do and the the biggest advice that I can give is before you approach those type of conversations is to do basically a heart check a self check on mm-hmm. on where is my heart in 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 wanting to do this in speaking the truth in love cuz if there is any sense of wanting to one up another person or to put another person down or there's any sense of pride in you at all that that might be driving this um, urge yeah, any ulterior motive any sort of ulterior motive then it's gonna go awry pretty darn quickly mm-hmm. um, and it goes back to one of the relationship principles that we talked about in the series Doug mentioned which is the idea of uh, the log in your eye and the speck um, in the mm-hmm. other so it's the it's this idea of 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 okay 
I feel like I need to talk with this other person about this, speaking the truth in love. Let me examine myself and talk to God about it. Mm-hmm. Ask God to point out anything that might be impure um, about this. And then before you uh, approach the other person. Yeah. Don't do it afterwards. <laughs> do it before. Yeah. Before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, um, just adding to that, I think that a lot of times we, depending on what kind of personality we have, we sometimes forget that the Bible says speak the truth in love, and we think that speaking the truth is love, yeah. and that all we have to do is speak the truth and God will sort of sort the rest out, but that's not what we're told to do. That's not what the scriptures teach. So we sometimes will like let ourselves off the hook for saying really uh, harmful, uh, nasty, self-righteous, selfish, mm-hmm. proud things to somebody, and then we just label it truth, and because we've labeled it truth, then we we feel like we're off the hook. We're off the moral hook with God. But the reality is, you know, most people have enough social sense to tell when you are being inauthentic with the words that you speak. And even if they can't see through it, God can. So we always have to remember that in our relationships, we're accountable not only to the way we treat each other, but we're actually accountable to God as Mm -hmm. well, that God cares about how we conduct ourselves in relationships. So speaking the truth in love um, is of great importance. So great work on that, Lenny. Yes. Great job doing the work and, and sticking with the process, even though it's it's tough. Dealing with conflict is, is unpleasant. But yes. it's just a necessary, necessary part of any relationship. Thanks for writing in, Lenny. All right. Our uh, third and final email that we are going to uh, talk about today is from Denny. No, you, your audio did <laughs> you not didn't skip. You that's why. <laughs> we had a Lenny. Now we have a Denny. Um, Denny's from New York, too. Denny is from New York. Hello on these coasts. New York, New York. Um, It's finally warming up there, right? I think so. It's probably nice there right now. Ooh, I bet Central Park. It's probably probably really nice. Man, why are we over here in lame, sunny Southern California? (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. We have it good. It's true. Um, All right. So Denny says... The Lord has been working on me for the last year, helping me examine and process my past trauma relating to abuses I suffered in high school from bullies, as well as abuses from my ex-bosses. The Lord wants me to get to an emotionally healthy state in order for my spiritual work to be able to continue, to ultimately have a closer relationship with him so I can trust him and I can surrender all aspects of my life to him. I am holding on to his promise t- to me in Romans eight twenty eight, where he says, and we know that all things work together for good to, of those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. I trust in his promise that I will one day be able to bring the good out of all the bad that has happened to me in the past, so long as I hold on to his hand. Mm. Yeah, those are wise, wise words, Denny. And I think the first thing we got to say is just we're so sorry for the hurt that you've been through and for the abuse from bullies and from bullies who happen to be also your bosses mm-hmm. and, and things of that nature. Um, so we're really sorry that you've had to go through that and our hearts go out to you and we, um, we'll be praying, of course, for your healing journey as well because we all know that just because we come to Jesus doesn't mean that our past suddenly evaporates, yep. um, but we still have a lot to work through and that God's process of making us new at one level spiritually happens immediately but emotionally it takes time and we have to we have to move through that so i hope you're um, getting good counseling help and um that you have people who are surrounding you and supporting you through that journey um but i think a few things definitely stuck out to jason and i when we read your email um 
First, I, I love your emphasis on surrendering every aspect of your life to God. Um, that's that's something that we talk about frequently on the show. We talk about the lordship of Jesus or the kingship of Jesus, and we talk about how um, in order to follow him, we have to give him his rightful place in our lives. And so I, I see that ringing through your email, and I see that you are correlating, you're connecting God's promise in Romans 8.28 with your surrender to him. That you recognize that by surrendering yourself to him completely, you will experience the blessing and the healing and the working together for good that God says he will do for us. Um, so I, I really appreciate that uh, emphasis here. Yeah, that's so, it's it's so true. It can be such a tendency to want to give God maybe most of us or mm-hmm. sometimes just some of us. But the things that we hold on to are the things that God is, is can't work on because we're not offering them to him. Mm-hmm. And, and often those are the things that are are the rocks and are and I, I'm using rocks in, the, in a, a negative sense in this mm-hmm. case that you know that that weigh us down, that keep us back, that keep mm-hmm. us from experiencing the life of fulfilling the John ten ten life that Doug likes to talk about. And so they're the rocks in your shoe in this case. They're the rocks in your shoe in this. Yeah, that's a good. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, but when we're able, or when we surrender it all, then it allows God to then work on it all. Yeah. Um, and I just want to mention too on that, that um, it was actually uh, a week and a half ago now uh, that Pastor Rick actually did a whole message, a weekend message on trauma. It was focused on trauma. Um, it was the 25th anniversary of the Rwandan genocide and uh, the president of Rwanda came out and did an interview with Rick. And a part of that message, Rick spoke um, ex- directly to the issue of trauma in our lives and how to walk through that. Mm. Um, and it's it was extraordinarily powerful. And I think, Denny, that you would appreciate listening to that one. Yeah. And, and Denny, I think you probably already have heard them because it kind of, this, these episodes kind of ring through your, your email here. But for anybody who maybe is brand new to the show or skipped these episodes for whatever reason, go back and listen to episodes 92 and 93, where we had Ken Baugh on, who talked about, uh, we talked about the emotional life and health of the disciple in episode 92. And in 93, we talked about um, how neuroscience affects spiritual formation. And those episodes are, are really just a deep dive into emotional health. And Ken talks about things like self-awareness, which Denny, you're showing a lot of self-awareness and your ability to assess your, assess your past and assess your current behavior and the way you relate to people. Um, but I think for all of us, l- learning to understand the emotional drivers that underlie our behavior and the ways that we think, the ways that we process the world, Ken talked a lot about that stuff that personally for me was really helpful. Um, but learning to recognize, okay, I- I'm behaving in this way or I'm feeling this way or something happened that triggered this old feeling that just kind of bubbled up in me spontaneously. What's underneath that? Because we know that we are, we're multifaceted complex creatures and it's important for us to not only be thinking about the, the more obvious spiritual disciplines. Like, of course, we've got to be reading our Bibles. We've got to be praying. We've got to do these things. But there's also an emotional um, dimension to human life. And if we want to grow to the highest heights of maturity that we can reach, it's going to involve digging in and doing the emotional work too. And Denny, I really appreciate that you're taking the time and trouble to do that. 
I also just want to take a minute to plug Celebrate Recovery again, uh, mm. because honestly, there's there's perhaps no better thing that you could do if you've been experiencing um, hurts or habits or hangups than uh, find a Celebrate Recovery near you. We've talked about it a lot throughout the show, and... Um, Denny, like maybe you've heard us talk about it, but be like, ah, oh, I wish that was out here on the East Coast. Uh, I have no doubt that there is. Oh, yeah. There's, it's it literally, it's like all over the world. Um, so um, I, I'm sure they have some in New York. They probably have city. some inside the Arctic Circle. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't all. be surprised. They got one specifically for the few people that live there. <laughs> um, so go to celebraterecovery.com. We'll link it in the show notes. And, and Denny, the yeah. last thing I want to say before we before we wrap up with some doables in just a second is I just want to I want to jump on board with your last sentence in your email. You say I trust in His promise mm-hmm. that one day. Uh, I'll be able to bring good out of the bad that's happened to me in the past so long as I hold on to the hand of God. And yes, 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 you absolutely will. So we're believing that with you. We're praying for that with you. All right, let's talk about some doubles. We can't have our 100th episode without some doables. Well, we had a couple of great ones thrown yeah, into each st- of these here. We, they were strewn throughout. Strewn throughout. But um, uh, uh, two things that I want to say as as doables. Um, we uh, would continue to love to hear your stories. Uh, so please... As as you are learning something, as God is 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 teaching you something, or if you just have a prayer request or a praise report, what how whatever, we want to hear from you. Don't be shy Don't, now. Yeah. Don't hold back. <laughs> um, so email us um, maturity at saddleback.com. Put your email yeah, address you for using. Yeah, maturity at saddleback.com. Or if you're watching on YouTube, just comment below. We're always checking out those comments, so you can comment your thoughts and stories below. Let us know what God's doing in you, and let us know what kind of stuff you'd like to hear us talk about on the show in the future. We have already changed the direction of the show based on comments and questions yes. that have happened in the past. So your comments, your questions, your the things that you're learning really do help shape the direction Plus, of the show. Plus, we are just itching to do another Ask Pastor Tom episode. Yeah, where come on, we give us some questions we can have him on Give again. him some great theological questions. And he can just douse us with wisdom. Uh, I want to say uh, one doable before we wrap up as well. Uh, we have now put 100 episodes in the can. I know we've emphasized that a lot this episode, but, but it's our it's, it's a big deal for crying out loud. Hey. Come on. You know, a lot of, you know, most podcasts don't make it past their 10th episode, and here we are at the 100th. So, you know, let, let us just pat ourselves on the back for a second. Will you <laughs> just indulge us? No, that's not if that if that's what my back sounded well, like. <laughs> that's the, Jason there patting on the a table. Sound effect of anyway. <laughs> donk donk donk. <laughs> I'm the Tin Man. <laughs> Anywho, not even the Tin Man, the Wooden Man. Uh, I want to encourage you to go back if, if you're if you've just been listening for the last couple weeks, couple months. If this is your first episode, whatever, go back and start listening to the old ones because they're good too. From the very beginning, we've been talking about timeless truths from the Bible. So go back. If you check know. them out on YouTube, you'll even be able to see video back when we did video. Yeah, if you're like, you what, are these, what do these clowns look like? You can find out. But well, not worry. on episode one. That's not me. 
That's true. Just, <laughs> just don't expect much, okay, people? When you go and look at us, don't expect too much. Don't be frightened. That's just what we look like. Sorry. Um, yeah, but go back and listen to those episodes. It's a treasure trove now. I mean, there, there's a reason why now, whenever we do episodes, we can say, oh, yeah, and go back to listen and listen to this and this and this because we've got quite a few there. So there's a lot of resources there that you're missing mm-hmm. out on if you don't go back and listen to. So don't be, uh, you know... I like with podcasts, I'm a bit of a time snob. And if they're more than like a few months old, I'm like, oh, like, what did we know back in those days? I'm listening <laughs> but in to fact, some from 2017 right now. Yeah, we're different. Mm. Anyway, go back and listen to those. You can sandwich, listen to the newest episode when it comes out, you know, each week, and then go back and work your way through those older episodes as well. A lot of good material, a lot of great guests back there for you to check out. From, from the very beginning, we've been getting great guests on the show. Yeah. So go check those out too. Well, oh, let's... Next week... Oh, Oh, yeah. Uh, I mustn't forget. Next week, we have the newest uh, member of our team, Julie Satoff, who uh, does a few things on our team, but uh, most prominently, she oversees Financial Freedom Ministries here at Saddleback. Julie's going to come on and share her story. She's got a really great story of how God changed her life. And we'll be talking about, um, you know, how to honor God with finances and some resources that Saddleback offers to help you get control of your financial life. Uh, And it's going to be really, really great. So... Join us next week. As always, we love you, and we'll see you next time. If you enjoyed this episode, consider giving us a rating or a review on iTunes. If you do, you'll help other people find us in the future. You can also listen to these episodes on YouTube. Subscribe to the Saddleback Church YouTube channel for these conversations, plus lots of video content. And if you're already listening to us on YouTube, subscribe to the Doable Discipleship Podcasts on Apple Podcasts or your favorite app so you can listen in the car or wherever else you go. Don't forget to visit saddleback.com slash doable to check out all our previous episodes. And go to saddleback.com slash grow to find spiritual growth resources and view a calendar of upcoming events. Lastly, you can always get in touch with us by emailing maturity at saddleback.com. Send us your thoughts, send us your questions, your Bible questions, your life questions, whatever. Who knows? Your question just might inspire an upcoming episode. Thanks again for tuning in to Doable Discipleship. I'm Doug Jones, and I hope you'll join us again next week. Bye.